Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we try and make some sense of the things we love about photography and some of the things we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you going? Really well. Just had a big feed. I'm really good. Yeah, we did. We just, we just, <laughs> we did. We just stopped for a little bit of a break. We're, we're recording like four podcasts tonight, so we kind of stopped midway to have something to eat, and we're re- we're ready to go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So caffeinated and ready. Caffeinated, ready. <laughs> bit of chocolate cake in there as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, thank, thank you, Terry. Actually, it was your birthday, wasn't it? So yeah, it was we, we had cake. We had cake, which Perfect. is fantastic. Terry looks after me. <laughs> We're talking about, on this episode, about uh, camera companies under pressure. Yeah, you've been telling me a little bit about this, and I don't actually know a huge amount, so so please share yeah, what you've yeah, well, learned. There's been a few things that's been happening. So yeah. I suppose the, the first kind of casualty has been Olympus. Yeah. I think they've been making cameras for 84 years or something. Yeah, yeah. One of my first cameras was actually in Olympus. Yeah, yeah. so they've been struggling apparently for about the last three years. Yeah, right. And you know, at the end of this year, apparently that's the end of Olympus. Um, I think there was some talk that some company might buy them, but the f- the future of the Olympus brand is really, I suppose, up in doubt. And it's yeah, they're, they're a casualty of the times. It's not just, the yeah. co- not just COVID. Yep. It's been a demise camera. Manufacturers have been under pressure, I think, ever since the iPhone and camera phones really started getting traction, that a lot of people now, you know, they're their phone is their camera. Yeah, and I have to say the quality of phone cameras these days is is quite phenomenal. That's right. So it's put enormous pressure on Mm. camera manufacturers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the other news was um, Canon had a very successful program called the Canon Collective. Yeah, yeah, you've mentioned that several times. And I've done a lot of stuff with the Collective and and that, and uh, it's been a fantastic opportunity. I mean, I've, I've been very fortunate to be able to, uh, do some uh, photography experiences that you normally wouldn't be able to do through what Canon had opened up with the collective. So mm. it's, it's really sad to see that the Canon collective is now um, got basically gone. So mm. there's still there's still a few of the ambassadors working because they've got some commitments to some events that they'd planned. So I think come the 31st of October. That's it. It's all done and dusted. Wow. But most of the states have closed. I think Victoria's gone. I think um, maybe even New South Wales. Most of the states have finished. Mm. And the other big news from Canon was Canon have always had an online store. Yeah. And that's going as well. I think. See, that's that's unusual because I would have thought that they would keep their online store because online shopping is is such a popular platform these days. Yeah. Look, I think I think it's like I mean, there's obviously. Yeah, most people obviously, I suppose, the path people would go to one of the camera retailers mm. to mm. buy the camera stuff. And, and I mean, there'd be some people who would buy direct from, from Canon because they mm. feel like it's a safe a safe option. You know, you're getting genuine product. But I think I think it's probably cost them so much to keep the online store that it's just mm. not worth it. I mean, they've got plenty of other channels that they can mm. sell their products through. Mm. And it's probably it probably has been a bit of a bone of contention for some of the camera retailers that Canon were selling direct to the public. A bit of a competition, you think? A bit of competition, yeah. But even though the prices at the you know they store was, was very similar. Well, yeah. I mean, it was you could get probably a better deal at your local camera shop because okay. they'll, they'll talk. You can talk turkey. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, every time I've bought my Canon gear, and I've bought it from various different retailers, and I have bought I have bought stuff direct from the Canon store because they have yeah. had some good deals at times. But I, I tend to find that some of the camera retailers were really keen to do to look after you and do a really good deal. But mm. I suppose the thing as a photographer, what it worries you is with these camera manufacturers under so much pressure. Mm. What's that mean for photographers? Yeah. You where know, where are we going to get our gear from? Well, I mean, there's always going to be camera gear, but I mean, does this mean now that there'll be less money for R and D, so mm. they they won't be kind of bringing out new technologies? Mm-hmm. You know, we had a kind of a over the last ten years, we've had a kind of rapid yes evolution of cameras, yeah, yeah. with you know better sensors, yes. better low light, yes, and all that type of stuff. So, does this mean you know moving forward that camera manufacturers because the profits just aren't there are they still going to be able to create better quality yeah are they going technology? to is, yeah. innov- is innovation going to come from camera manufacturers yeah. or is the innovation for photography going to come from people making camera phones yeah exactly so in saying that as well so if we're, we're potentially losing olympus and um a few of the canon outlets like the yeah. online and some of the canon experience i think look good yeah and and the thing that the canon collective did for a lot of people it, it really gave people i know i know people who now are shooting professionally as a result of doing some of the canon mm, workshops mm. But they had the ability, but this the, the Canon stuff gave them the like a learning platform. Yeah, like a learning yeah. platform, but it gave them the confidence. That's the word yeah. I'm probably really looking for. Is uh-huh. It gave them the confidence to go on and actually yeah. lift their game and actually shoot better and actually, you know, make a profession out of photography. So I think sometimes those things have been valuable. So yeah, so some the newer people coming through might have opportunities. Some of those experiences. Yeah, and I I just think now it's very, going to be very difficult for any other camera manufacturer to kind of fill that gap. Yeah. Because they're all in they're all in the same boat. Nikon yeah. Nikon have been struggling yeah. financially as well. So I mean, I don't think these companies I mean, if you look at them, they've got like the Canon Corporation's a massive corporation. Mm-hmm. I mean and the camera division is a, is a part of what they do. But I mean mm-hmm. they do their printers, their photocopiers, they do a lot of Mm. medical imaging stuff. They do, yes, yeah. So so they're not totally reliant. So these companies aren't going to disappear. But but they are going to pivot slightly. They're going to pivot slightly. Yeah. But what what that's what's what's going to mean for photographers in yeah. the future? And does that really is that potentially leading into our roles in the future? Like, oh, does th- that potentially mean that because because there's no R and D happening, does that mean that maybe well, I, there's I, no support for our roles anymore happening well, as I well? Think, well, that's it. But I think the other thing which is going to change is is the, I suppose what happened was, and if you think about the iPhone, the, mm-hmm. I, the iPhone came out, I think, in 2007. Mm-hmm. So it's been with us, what, about 13 years? Yeah. When the iPhone came out, it, did you? when did you get your first iPhone? Uh, I had an iPhone 4. It was given to me by a friend and it would have been, it maybe was around about. Around that time. Around but, that time. But the point yeah. I want to make is you, you got the iPhone. Did you read the manual? No. No, and see, this is the difference. When you got a new, when you got your new cameras, did you have to refer to the manual to try and <laughs> many work? does still do? <laughs> yeah, you still do. So, so the point is, the point I'm making is, with the products like 
the iPhone, mm. very intuitive product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can pick it up and you can just start using it and you kind of fumble your way through and you don't really need to understand a, a menu system or a, yeah. something yeah. like that. You don't even have to understand, you know, exposure. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so so the, ch- the challenge is, is it going to be that the people who are going to be doing the most R&D and the most development are going to be the camera phone manufacturers? Yeah. Because interestingly, when people go to buy a, a phone today, uh-huh. and I've spoken to a lot of people who work in that space, and I go, what do people ask? And they're all like, I want the one with the best camera. They do, yeah, absolutely. Not the one that makes the best phone calls. No. Well, it's got the best sound quality. Nope. I want the one with the best camera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people are pivoting towards using that. Mm. And I think what's going to happen is there's such intuitive products that they're getting, there's going to be more intuitive features put into those cameras to mm. allow them to do much more. Exactly. So that's where, from a photography point of view, is that's creating a splintering of the photography market yes I, I actually agree with you there i think it's really changing the attitudes towards professional photographers uh from the from the general public yes because it is so easy to take a photograph with an iphone that actually looks comparable to a it, professional well, there's, photograph there's, there's whole areas of photography that can be completely replaced with an iphone that's Absolutely. like if, if you've got an online store you don't need to have a studio set up to photograph your products. You can shoot. You can shoot with a camera phone. Exactly. You want to take photographs of a rental property. Yep. You, you can, can do it with a camera phone. That's it. And look, if you look at the people, all the people who are selling stuff online on eBay, mm-hmm. Gumtree, mm-hmm. what are they doing? They're picking up their phone. Mm-hmm. They're taking pictures of the items they want to put yes. for sale. Yes. And and but why? Because when you go to the app to do, say. Um, list something on on Gumtree or you're listing it on eBay, mm-hmm. you take the picture on your phone. Upload it. You go, well, you don't upload it. It's on your phone. You mm-hmm. open the app and it says, do you want to put a picture? Yes. Oh, mm. open camera roll. Bang. Yes. Here's my picture. Click. It is so simple. So you could go and shoot with your um, Nikon DSLR equipment. So mm-hmm. you, you might decide having a big clean up in the shed. Oh, these tennis rackets never going to play tennis again or these golf clubs and I'll, I'll, I'll take a picture. So you pull out your camera, you take a shot and then you go to your computer and you download it and you probably can't help yourself. You bring it into Lightroom, do a quick few adjustments. Yes, yeah, and then you post that bad boy <laughs> and, online. And then then, then you then from your computer you send it to your phone mm-hmm. so you can list it. A lot of, lot of, lot of steps there. Mm. And you can actually do all of that with your iPhone without having to pull out your digital SLR. That's right. That's right. And I, for one, can put my hand up and say, for convenience reasons, I have used my phone well, instead I'm, of I'm, my camera. I'm going to let you know on a little secret. Yeah. So you know how we do cover art for all the podcasts that we do. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> so, so we did we did a, a podcast on photo books. Mm-hmm. So I my DSLR is actually in the picture because I put it on the kitchen bench. Yes. I got a photo book. I put a photo book down. I dropped a couple of photos below it yeah i put a dslr my dslr above it i pulled out my iphone and i shot the the cover shot on the photo story one it's just shot on my iphone yeah so because it was so quick and easy yeah and and the other thing which i because we use the it's a square format yes i shot it in square format one by one by one yeah format yeah so i didn't have to crop it Yes. And the placement of the items, because I had 
the, yeah. the framing. Yeah. I took two or three shots with slightly different variations of mm-hmm. placement. And literally, literally in a very short space of time, I've had that picture uploaded on the podcast ready to, to publish when the podcast came out. Yes. So to me, like, I kind of feel guilty because I'm, I'm, I'm a part <laughs> We're of the, part of the demise, aren't we? I'm a part of the demise. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh, but it's, it's, it's true and it's quite, it's like, wow. You, you don't really think of the, the outcomes of technology advancement and what potentially could happen in the future to, to not just the equipment we use, but to the roles that we play in society. That's it. So look, I'm saying, so I think with all these camera manufacturers and, it, and it's hard to say, oh, okay, well, we all need to, we all need to support them and go out and buy new gear. And, but the reality is no one's actually buying new gear. No one's buying new gear because you're trying to wring the life out of your gear because mm. what's happening is everyone's under financial mm-hmm. stress. Mm-hmm. So you can't kind of buy that next lot of gear. Mm-hmm. And I, I was having a conversation with you the other day about gear and mm-hmm. if you remember, and I said to mm-hmm. you, and you were saying, oh, geez, I might have to get some things. I said, Terry, maybe this is a good time to look at the secondhand market. Yeah, yeah, that was a really good suggestion. I need to start doing some research. Yeah, because I'm sure there's going to be people who maybe decided that they were going to do photography as a career. Yes. And, and it just hasn't taken off for them. Yes. So now they're going, you know what, I've got this camera gear here. I really need to get some of that money back. Yeah. So I think there's going to be some really good yeah. buys out there of secondhand gear. There were some great buys when we all kind of started to hit Stroll Street a few months back. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. And again, that's not good news for camera manufacturers. No. That people are recycling, like like professionals like yourself, yeah. are recycling gear, buying gear and yeah, you know. Do you think that that's going to change? How do you think it's from your perspective? How do you think that's going to change the future of, of photography for photographers well, well, and I guess the 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 I, whole medium? Well, I think with the current state of play with photography, is people are going to have to be very frugal with their upgrades. Yeah, people aren't going to be able to spend enormous amounts of money on upgrading equipment mm. when their income has been cut. Mm-hmm. And look, I know heaps of photographers who have who have lost. You know, event photographers yes. have lost uh, major. Yes, I lost a major event this year that major gigs, is... year, which which sometimes brings a lot of the yeah. a lot of their income in that one. You know, if you do a fairly big, if you're a part of a big event. Yes, that can be a sizable part of your income. Absolutely, absolutely. When you've ha- lost it, it's it's. Well, you can't. Repl- it's no. hard to replace. How do you replace it? I haven't been able to. There's no way you that know, I could replace that income. Not at all. Without that, there's no type of government support that comes close to. That's right. So, so unfortunately, it's, I think the news for camera manufacturers moving forward for the future isn't good because I think mm-hmm. we've all worked on the assumption year on year that bigger sales year on year. Each year they sell more product. Each next year they sell more product. Mm. But we now seem to have come to a point in time where. That's not the reality now. The market's mm. actually shrinking. Mm. So, I mean, I mean, the good news is there's always going to be professional grade camera equipment, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to go back to the days when, and probably when you started shooting, when I started shooting, mm. um, I shot a little bit before you, but mm. equipment was extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. So not many people had That's right. that type of yeah. level of gear. That's right. So that 
to a degree was the golden era for photography because mm. photographers could make a good living out of photography back mm-hmm. then because the equipment was harder to use. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of manual, like all my yeah. all my um, 35 mil bodies were all, yeah. were all manual focus. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Some later ones were had some, you know, yeah. um, exposure. Compensation and the likes and all sorts stuff of, yeah, in. yeah. But for the main part, a lot of it was manual. Yeah. So so you had to use a light meter and you had yeah. to understand settings and, and that type of stuff. zone systems, the whole lot. Yeah. So yeah. people, what it did is it excluded a lot of people from photography. That was yeah. a kind of a gatekeeper mm. that it just eliminated this group of people because it's too technical, it's too mm. hard. But now it's actually really... Well, that's, well that's, this is what, this, this yeah. what I mean. The point I'm making with the with the camera phone thing is mm-hmm. the camera phone thing is it's a product that you do not need to know. No you, knowledge required. You don't need a manual. Yeah. You don't need anything. Yeah. It's basically you pick it up, you start shooting with it. Yeah. And off you go. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's definitely changed the introduction of that and the introduction of social media and I often go back to it because it has made it's made that type of photography more accessible and more acceptable yes because yes. it is it's it's similar to the old shoot and burn method but the difference is instead of shooting and burning really crappy quality imagery you're actually shooting really great stuff because of the ability of that technology yes and you, it's it's so quick, so instantaneous. Well, that's what I'm saying, and you know, so you can you could train someone quite quickly to take photographs mm. of product. Mm-hmm. So you could have, you know, Sally at the front reception when Sally's not answering the phone. She could be taking pictures. She's taking pictures of product that's going up on your website. So, yeah. you know, you set up a little light tent. Mm-hmm. She's got the iPhone. It's on a tripod, ready to go. Same snap, spot snap, every snap, time. Snap, snap, snap. Pictures. She's got them there on the phone. She emails them straight to, or I mean, I've got a program I use where I just upload straight from my iOS, like Apple devices, mm. straight to my computer and vice versa. So I can send images from my computer directly to my yeah. device and yeah. vice versa and back and forwards. Yeah. So, and that's wirelessly. So there's no, you don't have to plug it, you don't have to plug cable in, you don't have mm. to pull out a, a card, put it into a card reader. The process is so seamless. Yeah. And I think the challenge is going to be for camera manufacturers of the future is they need to make our DSLR cameras more like our phone. We need It needs to be more connected. Yeah. And then my question in saying that is what is that going to do to the professional photographers around the world when we have a digital SLR that takes photographs? In think, a similar think, way to iPhones. Well, but I think no, but I think we, we want the functionality yeah. of the iPhone in a DSLR. Yeah, we so, absolutely do. <laughs> so 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 you want to be able to and look you can do it now, like you can put wireless um, transfer on your camera mm. and you can be shooting in a wireless tethered scenario situation, which a lot of sports photographers do in stadiums and stuff mm. like that. They they're shooting down on the on the field. And they're wirelessly being transferred up to someone in an editing room who's pulling those images and doing it. Yes. That, that's available now. Yes. But think about this. If it was for a wedding, that's and, and that's not really used for wedding photography, but imagine you had a the new Nikon, um, you know, D2100 <laughs> super fast 
XB, XRY, That where it it behaved more like a, a camera phone where it was connected to the, where the camera was connected to the internet permanently. Mm, mm. So basically, you were taking pictures, and you could select or filter out pictures that certain pictures from a gesture on the back of the camera you could send to a cloud. So as you're shooting them, they're going up to the cloud. There's some form of artificial intelligence that's actually doing some quick edits. Yeah. Because you've you've trained the artificial intelligence to edit the pictures to your style. So these mm. pictures now are going up to the cloud and the bride and groom are sitting at the table and they're actually now looking at pictures from the cloud that you've taken at this at the service. Oh my gosh. That is it's to me that's actually quite a frightening thought. But I think that's where to keep DSLRs relevant. Yes. They need to become more like camera phones. Yeah. With and the functionality. Not quality. I'm not saying the quality, but but functionality. The functionality you still So it's so it's a platform that people are going to want to choose over an iPhone. Well, it's going to be yeah. I mean, what what I think what's got to happen is they've got to help your workflow. So your workflow's got to be enhanced by the fact mm. that you are now shooting with a with a device that allows you to not worry that the images are basically going somewhere and being stored So as you're shooting them. Yeah. And like I said, the, the technology does exist today. Like, I mean, my 5D Mark IV has built-in Wi-Fi. Mm. Does, does one of your bodies have? Yeah, my, my 750 does, and I haven't actually used it yet, to yeah. be honest. Because and the reason I don't use it because it's a battery killer. Exactly. That's why I haven't either because it will it'll suck your battery dry. But look at an iPhone. You, you can walk around all day on the internet on your iPhone shooting pictures. Mm-hmm. Do you have a problem with the battery? No. Nope. Nope. Not a, not at all. And this is this is I think where camera manufacturers need to look at how they the product needs reinventing, mm. and it needs to be made. Like I said, the whole iPhone was started this revolution where mm. prior to prior to the iPhone coming out, like if you if you and I look, I was a Nokia user. Yes. So I had all the different Nokia's. You know, there was all these amazing Nokia's, and there was you know, supposed to be smartphones. They weren't smart. They were, <laughs> they were incredibly hard to use. There was things on there, but everything was clunky. Yes. And then the iPhone came along and just kind of blew everything out the water. Oh, it did. It absolutely did. And because I think because we also had the technology in the iPod. Yes. And so that was almost like an iPhone introduction because I, I remember having an iPod that had Wi-Fi access. Yes, I had. A, I had. A, I had a, my first one. I had a um, iPod Touch. Yes. So the iPod Touch looked like the iPhone. Yes. So it had internet access. Yes. Had yes. the music on there. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I've got one at home somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere in the deep somewhere. darks of somewhere. <laughs> but it's, yeah, exactly. So it's, that technology is going to, it's going to come, isn't it? And That's it. And I think this is, a, this is why camera manufacturers haven't been able to keep up with the flow of technology mm. and they've stuck to the old traditional I mean, look, the you know this, this shift of the mirrorless, but let's face it, the mirrorless is just a an ad an adaptation of the of a DSLR. Yeah, it really is. So it's not like it's not groundbreaking, where it, it behaves like an iPhone. Mm. You know what I mean? But that's why I think this is why camera manufacturers are struggling, and people like Olympus are going out of business, and they just can't. I, I just don't know that the products at it, it, this point in time is rele- still relevant. Yeah. It's not relevant for young people. No, it's not. So and you, they're the ones that are spending the money at the moment. That's right. So, yeah. we, we, you know, with ourselves, yeah. we're, we're 
we brought up on a diet of SLRs. Uh-huh. And then we went digital and DSLRs. Yes. So we've always had that, I suppose, that's been our mainstay that when we've gone to reach for a camera, that's what we've reached for. That's right. And like I said, now to do a cover art for this podcast, I reach for an iPhone, you know, for an iPhone, mm. my iPhone 10 mm. to go and shoot the cover art. Mm. So that that's not good. Yeah. No, for it's... The, it's for the camera industry. It's not, is it? And, and I come up across those challenges with iPhones at every wedding I go to. Someone yep. will stand next to me and take a comparable... Photograph and on their iPhone, and they and but that but their that picture is now uploaded, yes, onto a social instantly. media instantly social media platform instantly that you you don't have a chance to be able to you you can't even look at doing that yeah until you yeah you know what I mean like even even if there's between the time of say the wedding's over yep you've got your shots yep and and you now um at home frantically editing or whatever those yeah. photos are already up. That's right, yeah. and, and and they've done they've had some tweaks. Yep, they've had a few you know tweaks in a bit of post production. Yep, and I have to say, in the last five years, I felt so redundant when yep. that type of thing happens because yep. the guests will actually look at me and laugh. I've got a picture on my iPhone just like you have, and I will say sometimes, "Well, it might actually be better." Yep, yep. You know, and and, and look, the way we're consuming pictures is different. So that's the other yeah, thing too. Is we really are. You know, once upon a time was we shot with film, film and professional grade stuff mm. because the the intent was always we're going to do a nice large print. Mm-hmm. So we needed to capture as much detail with good glass, yeah, to be able to make a really good reproduction mm. of a print. Mm-hmm. But reality today is not many people are printing their photos. No, a lot of their photos are living in digital digital libraries, yeah. and they're being distributed. In ways faster than we can even manage, yep. uh, manage or imagine. Like so, it's it's well, if crazy. You think of, if you think of Instagram, it's a digital photo book. Yes. For a lot of people's personal Instagram account, it's their digital photo book. Yes. Collection of images from birthdays mm-hmm. and events. and for businesses, it's their marketing platform. It's a marketing platform. Their their Facebook account again, it it's a digital photo album. Mm. And the thing about it is, it, it's a photo album that you can technically share with anyone in the world and mm. you can you can share i mean look and the whole covid thing is it's interesting because obviously you've got a lot of weddings and stuff that are happening and i think you've mm. you shot one up in cairns where it was where it was um was it zoomed or something they used yeah so they actually they zoomed the oh no they did it two ways actually i think from memory they had a zoom set up set up and they also had a facebook live going yes which was incredible so that was streaming it to people back in, was it Ireland or something? All over the world. Well, all over the world. Yeah, so people in Ireland, Papua New Guinea yep. and Australians as well that couldn't go because of the restrictions. Um, restrictions, yeah. yeah. What, what was the, the Facebook Live being done on? I bet it was probably done on a camera phone. Now, actually, this is this is the funny point. Now you've mentioned that. It's making me realise how it was done. So during that wedding, there was two iPhones yep. on a gimbal. Yep. So one... Oh, sorry, one on a gimbal and one on a tripod. Yep. They recorded those and I've seen some of the recording and it is ridiculous. Yes. Like I was I was shocked yep. at the, the quality of that recording. It was beautiful. Yes. I mean, I've sh- shot some stuff on my iPhone. You shoot like 60 frames a second. Mm-hmm. And stunning video. Yeah. Stunning video. Yeah. And there's a whole range of lenses you can get for your iPhones now from a company called Moment, and there's a few other ones as well. Well, there's a few others as well, which yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's and that's the thing where 
people are using this technology and it's kind of making the camera manufacturers redundant. And it's kind of, like I said, it's sad because I'm I'm still holding on to the fact that I like my, my mm. Canon bodies and my Canon mm. lenses and I like my Canon accessories, my speed lights, and I mm-hmm. like what I can mm-hmm. do with it and that type of stuff. But it is fastly becoming... Irrelevant. They're becoming dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. So, it's I mean... quite sad. I mean, like I said, I... I don't see the, the, the Nikons and the Canons of the world disappearing completely. Completely, but I can see them having a much smaller footprint. Mm. It's going to be much more of a niche market. It's going to, like I said, it's going to get back to the days when, you know, I used to go to the local camera store and I'd be saving up for forever. <laughs> because I remember I'd, those days. I'd see yes. a lens. I mean, I used to go to the camera shop. There used to be a place, Ken Peters at Redcliffe mm-hmm. Camera Shop. Mm-hmm. So you'd go in there and you'd just, you know, drool over the drool lenses. over these, yeah. you know, <laughs> prime days. lenses and stuff. Yes. So you'd save up and you'd buy, you know, it'd take it forever to buy it, and then you'd just kind of love it. But now, yeah, but yeah, now it's changed so much. It has. It absolutely has. Goodness, yeah. yeah. So, like I said, I'm I'm kind of feeling, I'm kind of feeling sad for camera manufacturers mm. that they are under so much pressure mm-hmm. but i think um, partly it's because they haven't kept up mm. they haven't kept up with society and look it is technology has been moving so quick incredibly it, fast it, even like in the last three years mm. the advances in technology in a lot of different things. Look at cars. Look at the Tesla cars. Mm, they mm. virtually can drive themselves. Mm. i got a friend who's got a Tesla. Anyway, he took me for a drive and said, oh, look, you can take your hands off the steering wheel and the car just knows what to do. And I'm going, wow. Like, it's scary. Oh, that's frightening. But. When you watch all those movies where yeah, the car goes having, wild. They're having a sleep. Yeah. They <laughs> have, a bit of a, have a bit of a snooze in the, the car Tesla. Goes rogue and the, and the car goes and takes them somewhere they're the not supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> or you, you, you may or may not get to where you need to be. <laughs> a bit, a bit of luck. So. Yeah, no, it's an interesting time coming ahead, isn't it? Yeah. So, look, unfortunately, I think camera manufacturers are under a lot of pressure. Mm. And I think we are going to see that, like I said, some of maybe some of our favourite brands may not be as prominent in the future as they are today. Yeah. may not be relevant. It's been an interesting space to watch over the next it couple is. of years. It yeah. is. All right. Great chatting as always, yeah. Terry. Do you take care. Till next time. Okay. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this edition of Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did so, leave us a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a future show, drop that in the comments as well. And just remember, the next photo you take could be your best yet. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.